Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ramblers, let's get rambling. Show 451 of my podcast, the home of intelligent rambling, right here on the Talk Shoe Network. I'm your host, Ross Hale. Now, you might be noticing that my voice is a little rough this week. That's, well, in the last few days, I've caught a nasty cold. I'm hoping by next week's show, it'll be all on the down low. But for now, this is the voice you have. Now, I have a lot of great reviews for you this week, and you may notice... With some of them, my voice sounds normal, and some of them, it's going to sound like this. That's because there's a, one I pre-recorded last week. So, if you're wondering why the difference, that is why it is. I know, I, I, I just thought I'd point that out, so you're not going, why does his voice change throughout the show? That's just the way it is. But, I felt I had at least enough energy today that I could at least get a show done, because that's what I do. So... Coming up on the show today, to start things off with another latest theatrical release from great folks at Walt Disney Home Video, it is Tomorrowland, starring George Clooney, and and where it's a world uh, where where yet another theme park in Disney or another ride in Disney gets its own movie. Then we go from the land of tomorrow to the world of today with a twist. With a brand new video release from great folks at Sony Home Video, it is Pixel, starring Adam Sandler and Kevin James. Well, the world needs heroes, and they got these guys. Uh, where video game characters uh, come to life in a very devastating effect. Then we go from there, from the world of video games to the world of Peanuts. And the another great release from great folks at Paramount Home Video on DVD. It is another Peanuts movie. This time it is Bon Voyage, Charlie Brown, and Don't Come Back, courtesy of Paramount Home Video. And then we're going to wrap things up with keeping on the video game trend and give you my review of the Guinness World Records, Guinness World Records 2016 Gamers Edition, courtesy of Guinness World Records. That's all on this episode of Ramble with Russell. So I'm going to go ahead and take a quick little musical interlude right up with the first review of the show. My first Blu-ray movie review for this episode is Tomorrowland, courtesy of Walt Disney Home Ventures. Now, this is the latest in the line of Walt Disney rides that have become movies. You think about that. A while back was The Haunted Mansion. And, of course, we've seen the Pirates of the Caribbean. So, of course, Tomorrowland gets its own movie. The place of the plot of movie is this. That way back in the 1965 or 64 World's Fair, the, the great minds of, of, of well, well the, the, the group of scientists decided that they needed to establish 
a world separate from our own. And, and way back going into recorded history, great minds of the day, uh, Edison, Telsa, uh, Telsa Coyle, um, and there were two others, got together and said, okay, we're going to form this super secret society and we're going to develop a, a new place where people can go away from the rest of the world and and have their own utopia. That That's kind of where where that's going. So so they kind of start that off saying, okay, you know, this society was formed and what if it existed? Very cute little animation to, to kind of start to kind of set the story for it. The movie itself revolves around two characters, Frank Walker, played by George Clooney, and Casey Newton, played by Britt Robertson. Now, it has a kind of a weird intro where where it starts off with George and, and Casey kind of in the background. You don't we you briefly see her. And they're kind of like prepping you. It's like, okay, here's the story. It's it's a very odd way to, to start a movie. As the movie progresses, we find out the background behind Frank and Casey and what leads them to the start of the movie, I guess. It's really odd. We, 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 we discover Frank at a young age where he's a little kid going to the 1964 or 65 World's Fair, one of those, uh, with an invention. The kid has, he's like, he was like a boy genius and he's invented a rocket pack out of an old Electrolux vacuum cleaner. <laughs> parts and, and so he so he, he brings he brings that to to the world's fair to to show off he for at a young invention kind of booth if you will he does that and and kind of gets turned down but he meets the the character athena played by a raffer raffer raffery cassidy raffy cassidy and this um this young girl kind of says Hey, you know, I kind of like your invention. Gives him this little pin, which is a, it's a it's a red tee with like a blue background, and and the kid follows the the girl the and, and a bunch of scientists through through and we meet Hugh Laurie early on in the movie too. They they, they follow him he follows him through a tunnel playing. It's a small world. There's a lot of nods to Disney in this uh, into a small and into into there. And and then then he, and then he gets transported into Tomorrowland. And visually, this movie is really stunning. Well, when we first see Tomorrowland, it is quite a feast for the eyes. So you see his introduction to it, and then as the movie goes on, we see how Casey gets kind of indoctored in in, in you know try, finds this place along the way. Casey encounters Athena again. And also encounters uh, murdering robots uh, as well. So there's a fair amount of action. This is a very stunning visual movie. When, when, when Casey goes on search for more pins, she goes into a shop. It's called A Blast from the Past. And the memorabilia in, in this shop is really cool. It's one of these things you kind of watch the first time, and you go back and you watch the second time, and you just kind of pause. And there's just... All kinds of props in there from all kinds of sci-fi movies. Forbidden Planet, Star Wars, Planet of the Apes. Just I, the licensing alone. I don't know how Disney got around all that. Because there's a lot of stuff they show in the shop, which is not Disney. And yet, and then they still show it. So, But that, that's kind of cool. So any kind of sci-fi geek out there, you're going to just looking in that shop before it gets kind of destroyed. 
is is uh, kind of cool. <laughs> Although seeing some of that stuff get destroyed may be hard on you. Um, the, the the character Athena, she she's an amazing young actress. She hasn't done much uh, lately. She was um, her biggest role lately was Mr. Selfridge as Beatrice Selfridge, and she was the young Angelique in the Dark Shadows remake. So she hasn't done a lot of movies. And she's really well in this movie. There's one point where she's kicking the robot butt. And I have to give uh, props to referee Cassidy because she she has a major kicking butt of of robots in this movie. I haven't seen a young girl kick that much butt since since Hit Girl from Kick-Ass. I've never seen such a smaller person kick larger people's butts. It really is cool. And I said, the effects in this movie are incredible. It really is visually a stunning movie and it is one of those movies that's worth getting on blu-ray uh so so you have that now keep in mind Clooney is even though he's a bit in the beginning of the movie he for a good chunk of the movie he isn't in it he kind of shows up at the start and they do the little intro thing but then it's all kind of Casey and he goes away for a good chunk of the movie and then comes back into it so if you're looking for, you know, two hours plus of George Clooney, you're not going to get in this movie. I'm sorry, folks. He's kind of in the beginning, goes away, and doesn't come back until quite a few minutes into the movie till, till we meet up with him again. So, like, a good 50 minutes or so. So just keep that in mind. Even though he gets top billing because he is George Clooney, he's kind of more co-starring than starring in this movie. I did like the the actress who played Casey, uh, Britt Robertson. She's very, she's really good, and she's been quite busy an actress. She's done a lot more than 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 Raffi has done recently. Of course, we we saw her as Angie McAllister in Under the Dome. I didn't include that in right away, but I went, oh yeah, just different makeup and her hair was different, but it's it's the same girl. So that that's kind of cool, and and she definitely has a future. She has that kind of innocent charm to her that that I think was going to go her far. Now, th- this is a PG movie, and I, I will caution you. Um, th- there is some kind of violent scenes in this. The whole robot kicking thing is pretty violent, and some people do get vaporized, a la War of the Worlds, the Tom Cruise movie, in, in this movie. So for young, young, young kids, I'm going to caution you, maybe a little bit, a tad bit on the violent side. Is it any more violent than, say, you know, the Hunger Games sort of thing or certain things of Harry Potter? Probably not, but I'm going to warn you anyway. Uh, I mean, there are some scenes, it, it does get events, and there is a, 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 a robot decapitation. So you can take that how you want to. So I'm, I'm just warning, you know, some people out there. It, it may be a little violent for some of the younger kids. Overall, I like the concept. Uh, it, it's fun. Uh, George Clooney does his character well, and, and there's some fun moments in it. And I like the score, too. The music is is just great in this movie. When it comes to extras, quite a bit on this single-disc Blu-ray edition. You get Remembering the Future. This is a, a journey through Tomorrowland with Brad Bird. He, of course, is the director of this. Same director, of course, responsible for The Incredibles. And it kind of has that that feel to it. So it's, it's the director reflecting on the movie and and the, the human spirit. Uh, I will say there's one point where Hugh Laurie um, does a speech. 
and it, and it's kind of a little political and a kind of a little um preachy kind of uh, a bit of a political statement he kind of makes in there so just keep that in mind they kind of hide it a bit but but it's there and it's funny watching the extras Clooney jokes that you know it's two tv doctors kind of fight, fighting out and it's true Clooney used to be on ER and of course Hugh Laurie was house so yeah uh, that is the way uh, you also get to animate the uh, the animated short, the the origins of Plus Ultra. So you can watch that separately. Uh, that came to the start of the movie. Casting Tomorrowland, where they talk about uh, casting the actors and actresses for it. Great big, beautiful scoring session. This is um, where they talk about scoring the movie. And the movie is scored by Michael Giacano, of course, who um, scored Lost and a lot of other cool stuff. So that is neat. So they talk about that. Also, there's a lot of uh, a lot of the people from Lost are are also co-producing this, so that doesn't doesn't surprise me that Michael Giacano also. So his his score in this is just awesome. It really adds to the movie. Uh, the World of Tomorrow Science Hour. This is hosted by the char- character of um, David Nix, where it shows like an outtake of what could have been a show starring the actor as a character. So you go figure that one. And deleted scenes and trailers and that kind of thing. So that that is Tomorrowland. Overall, uh, a, a fun kind of escapism Disney movie. A tad bit on the violent side, but you know, uh, lots of action and and a heartwarming message. Only a little bit politicized, uh, but but it definitely reflects the 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 human spirit and and what people can do if we just set our minds to it. So that is my take of Tomorrowland on Blu-ray, courtesy of the great folks at Walt Disney Home Entertainment. I got my gang ball. I step out of the shower, steaming up the place. Wipe off the mirror, shave my baby face. Can't help but smile. Hey, what can I say? I got my game on. Put on my black silk shirt, my Armani suit, my custom made hat, my alligator boots. Slip my rings on my fingers, my new shade. Ooh, I got my game on. Yeah, I got my
This episode is Pixels, courtesy of Sony Home Entertainment. Now, this is the latest Happy Madison Adam Sandler movie where where video games kind of take over. Now, this is based on a 2010 short movie, which which got a lot of attention, and, and they decided to make this into a major motion picture. Now, this is directed by Chris Columbus. You're thinking, hell, Chris Columbus, he's behind Home Alone, and he's a, he's a very big-ass director, so, you know, it should be good. Uh, now, in this one, Adam Sandler plays Brenner. They, they established this very early in the movie that him and the Kevin James character, um, Copper, have been buddies since childhood, right? And and it starts, the movie kind of starts back in the 1980s, when 1982, when, it, when a, a video arcade, back in the glory days of video arcades. And this is what kind of attracted me to this movie, because I remember the day... I remember the day when I was old, younger, and and they they used to have video games, you know, arcades where you go and you drop in a quarter and you play a game, and and <laughs> so so it goes back to '82 and and the introduction of of a brand new video arcade into their town, and and Brenner be, slowly becomes a a a video game wizard because he learns the patterns in games which really isn't that far-fetched because all games have patterns and a lot of how to beat a video game to this day really is is determining the pattern of of what things are going so it becomes a pattern and and you know in the, early in the movie we get introduced and he, and he works his way up to the video game championships of 1982 and that's actually hosted again i saw a cameo in here by dan Aykroyd. kind of throws in uh as a a cameo host in this one so so he goes up he goes he, so he becomes a um uh so he competes as a kid in this video game championship in 1882 and his opponent for the final game, and the final game is Donkey Kong, which comes into play later in the movie, is the character of Eddie, played by Peter Dinklage. Now, I think it was Peter Dinklage back then, and they de-aged him. I'm not sure, or they found somebody that could be him. It's it's really confusing. So, so that's who who he he plays in the movie. So, so he plays the he gets the championships. He plays against Eddie and loses. And and then we cut to the present, and he's he's a guy that that's part of a uh, nerd squad, kind of your um like 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 the, like the geek squad from Future Shop, but it's a movie version where they can't be sued. And and he goes and starts a movie where he goes to install a a a video system 
into a home where a kid where the parents are breaking up. And and this kid and his mother kind of tie into the the rest of the movie. His mother, Violet, played by Michelle Monaghan, she she becomes a a, a, a you know major character as the game progresses. Well, as as the movie moves on, we find out that the USA and the world really is being invaded by video games. And what much like Wreck-It Ralph, that this game this movie is very much a tribute to older games, especially the old 8-bit stuff. I mean, when you when you watch this movie for anybody like in my generation or older, anybody 30 plus years old, you're going to get a lot out of this game because it, it, it references so many old 1980s games. So as the movie progresses, Kevin James, of course, is turns out to be the president of the United States. Only in an Adam Sandler-produced movie would Kevin James ever be president of the United States. So he is, big goofball, and, and he calls in Brenner to help out because of because of his knowledge of video games. Turns out the world is being invaded by aliens. And this kind of ties back to the start of the movie. Because back in the, the competition in 1982, the, a bunch of people decided to send all this video game footage out into space to, you know, to, to speak with aliens. And unfortunately, that message of video games was misinterpreted as an act of war. And 30 years later, because these aliens are slow, um, the, they, they come to invade Earth with creations based on the video games that were sent to them in space 30 years ago. I know that seems really complicated, but really that's the plot of this movie. So as the movie progresses, we get invaded by Pac-Man, Centipede attacks, we get uh, uh, Galaga we get and um and then eventually uh donkey kong as a a quite a, a, a pot to play in this movie so so that all kind of comes to life and 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 it it is effects wise this movie looks amazing and and this the, the donkey kong battle at the end it's just incredible how how they can recreate that and there's there's a ton of cameos by different game characters. Also, as we go through the movie, we, we get introduced to Qbert. Qbert makes his, I guess, movie debut in this game as a pixelated character. And, and he's kind of cute. Now, there, there is one instance where we get a little bit of toilet humor with Qbert, and that... Uh, you know, Ramblers, you've been listening to this show. If you've listened to the show for eight-plus years, you know how I feel about toilet humor. And that little thing with Cubert, it's like, oh, did we really need to see that? Did we really? It's just sad that that had to happen. Uh, overall, it, it's it's a fun movie uh, for 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 older game buffs. Like the centipede level is is crazy, and there is a fair amount of humor in it, and only one really instance of really bad toilet humor, which I think could have been cut from the movie easy but eh, cheap laugh that's what you go for uh, i said effects wise it looks good the story uh, one thing with adam sandler sometimes he can make it a movie with a, an amazing story and you really care about the characters and you're you know you really feel something and then there's this movie 
where 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 they where they want you to care. They really do. But at the end, I was just more impressed by the special effects and seeing video game characters come to life. That that was more cooler than anything else. Also, I gotta give credit. The end credits they, they summarize the whole movie in in eight bit graphics, which is really cool. And and I like how they did that. Peter Dinklage again is in this movie as Eddie. For the most part, ah. Uh, I don't know why he did this. Maybe he wanted to play a different role than his Game of Thrones role. And this role is completely different in it. Uh, and maybe did it for the money. I don't know. But I don't know. He's such a good actor. And it's just... I don't know why he did this movie. Um, if you're a fan of old 80s games, yeah, this would be a nice trip down memory lane. For much like how I always felt Tron was. And, and again, Wreck-It Ralph. Um, th- that is uh, a lot of the younger kids, though. Honestly, they're not gonna get a lot of the references. Cubert, really, unless they're really hardcore in the games, they're not gonna know who the hell this little guy is. They're just not gonna get it. And um, so that may be lost. Uh, the, the 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 kind of toilet humor, yeah, they'll find funny. And, 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 and visually it is, it is quite stunning, but the, the, the character references, all the cameos of Frogger and there's a quick one of Mario, if you watch it, they're, they're not, they're going to go, what, what, who are all these characters and why should I care? And, and that's going to be it. The, the music in this is, is good. Uh, I, lots of good 80s stuff. So. Uh, points to Sandler. He he knows how to make a, a good soundtrack, and this movie is no, it's it's the same thing. Uh, for extras, you do get a fair bit on the Blu-ray edition. As always, if you want most of the extras, you gotta get it on Blu-ray. That is the way the game works. For the Blu-ray exclusives, you do get the the creator of the machine. This is a, a nice little featurette on how the creator of Pac-Man had a nice little cameo role in the movie. Uh, you also have um, the behind-the-scenes look at, at the, the the Space Invader, uh, uh, Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Centipede, and Galaga. So these are all nice little featurettes and how they filmed a lot of the special effects in the movie. And th- that's kind of cool to see. Uh, it, I, I, it always makes me wonder that when I see this stuff on TV. You also get uh, Q-Bert, uh, Dojo Quest. These are more on the behind-the-scenes. And the game on music video by Waka Flocka Flame featuring Good Charlotte. So you do get the music video from one of the songs in the end credits, which is a, a, a you know, if you like the type of music, it's, it's an okay song. One of the things they do give you as an exclusive for Blu-ray as well is a Pixels game app where you can actually get access to a, a an app for your phone. So that's kind of neat that they, they throw that in as a Blu-ray extra. Overall, you know, the, this is an Adam Sandler movie. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of flash, but story-wise, substance-wise, eh. I mean, one of the, one of the quotes from this one, because you know I love reading quotes, it says, Thrilling Action and Stunning Visuals by Mike Rees of Cinema Blend. And yeah, visually... It is a gorgeous looking movie. And, and I, I love how they did how they did such a, a neat job of bringing these characters to life. And yet Trill trying to keep them looking like the way they should look. I know it sounds weird, but, 
but but that that's the way it is and and so that that works that way uh if you're a fan of old school video gaming yes if if you've never played any of these games um i don't know if this will be such an appeal to you as well that that remains to be seen but that that's kind of kind of how i see it at this time so that is my take of pixels on blu-ray courtesy of the great folks at sony home video for this episode is Bon Voyage, Charlie Brown, and Don't Come Back, courtesy of Paramount Home Video. Now, this is the second in the line of Peanuts movies that they made, starring Charlie Brown and most of the gang. In this one, Charlie Brown, along with Linus and Peppermint Patty and Marcy, along with Snoopy and Woodstock, 
poor uh, Lucy and Sally and and La and um, Schroeder are kind of left behind in this one. They get sent to Patty's France on a on a uh, student exchange, if you will. Charlie Brown is, and 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 Marcy and Peppermint Patty are along the ride as well for another kind of, you know, another exchange sort of deal. So, so they get they get sent to to France. Marcy and Peppermint Patty score a really nice place, but poor Charlie Brown and Linus get stuck at get invited to a place where they're they're kind of not welcome uh, by a mysterious person. So you have that Snoopy and Woodstock are are funny as always. This is a a, a typical um, Charlie Brown movie. Now the difference between this and a lot of Charlie Browns. In most of the original animated Peanuts and a lot of the other stuff, adults, you never see them. And when they do talk, it's... Usually it's some kind of saxophone or trumpet or something, and you never can understand their dialogue. In this movie, we actually get to see adult characters, and they speak regular English. So that's a bit of a, a, bit of a change when it comes to the usual Peanuts fare. Woodstock and Snoopy are, are funny as always. Snoopy just doesn't talk, but his mannerisms are, are always funny. Uh, you, you do get a, um, you do get a, uh, a featurette of the making of this, which is nice to look back where the animators talk about producing this movie and, and what went into it. As usual, I wish I could have heard from the voice actors, but you rarely ever do when it comes to these older stuff. If you enjoyed the previous Peanuts movies, you're going to like this one. It's the usual kind of thing. It's it's most of the Peanut gang abroad. As I said, you do few that are left out. Uh, but but it's a fun little story. And, and I just, I love watching this old animation. Because I know, you know, this is all hand-drawn, no CGI. And I, I know the effort and work that it took to really do that. So if you're a fan of the Peanuts, it's worth adding to your collection. And and the picture quality for such an old short is pretty good, you know. This goes back to 1980, and it still looks pretty good. So that is my take of Bon Voyage, Charlie Brown, and don't come back on DVD, courtesy the great folks at Paramount Home Video. Oh, I've been around the world twice in a day.
episode is guinness world records 2016 gamers edition courtesy of guinness world records uh this is a very now guinness has been doing world record books for i don't know a long time now and i've never seen a gamers edition of this in this book you know it's not it's a nice uh big soft cover it's about 215 pages we get a nice rundown of some of the more popular games out there in alphabetical order you have the batman franchise in here tomb raider legend of zelda uh grand theft auto gears of war far cry elder scrolls dragon age all this kind of stuff and in each pages you have fa facts and statistics uh, a lot of information that i did not know of if you want to become a video game trivia buff and Metal Gear Solid. This this game is full of factoids and even some tri tricks and tips along the way. Now, one of the things in this book that they devoted a huge selection to is Minecraft. There are 20 plus pages of Minecraft in this book. Most games only get about a couple of two-page spread. Minecraft gets 20. Now, if you've been living under a rock, then you haven't heard about Minecraft. Minecraft is this virtual world kind of creator that is so, so popular. And what's, I guess, unique about it is everything is done in 8-bit. So, so when it comes to older game enthusiasts, we have kind of a, a classic retro look. And when it comes to new kids who have never seen this before, they're saying, well, this is cool and different. So this is going to audience... 
that you're getting into it. And it's it's funny when you read through this because the 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 amount of you know this, this this probably is one of the most successful indie games it ever because this started as just a project that some people worked on and it just grew into a huge hit that has today like the merchandising alone is this in this is crazy like people got so big into minecraft that somebody actually built a a a old school battlestar galactica ship in Minecraft, which is the largest Minecraft StarCraft there is. And that's impressive. And and, and the, the creativity that this community has shown is just nuts. And and it really I, I guess it deserves this big of a spread, but I never realized how big it was until I'm going, holy shabula, that is that is quite a lot of work that people have put into this thing. Now, there are some games uh, through this thing that I've never heard of before, like Metacritic, and and features and, and stuff that, that I've never heard of before. But it, it's, it's kind of cool that you have such a run. I mean, Pac-Man, like Mrs. Pac-Man was the first playable female in a video game. It was Mrs. Pac-Man. Like, I didn't know that. So there's a lot of uh, trivia in here. And also, they also go through the various uh, consoles, the various handheld games, the evolution of handheld games, uh, different controllers used throughout the year, the evolution of Mario, and all the different looks that Mario's had over his lifetime. So you can actually see, you know, how Mario has changed when it comes to how he's looked. So that's cool. There, there's so much facts in this thing. It really is a long read. It's going to take you a while to get through it. But if you're a video game enthusiast or you know somebody that is, like this is a great gift. It, it, it really is a book of games. And, 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 and the, the amount of effort and time to put this together is really impressive because the amount of facts and pictures and photos and stuff that they threw this all together... That is pretty cool. And it even gives you like an evolution of spaceships right from 1962 right up into 2014. So how, how spaceships have come a long way when it comes to graphic design. So uh, there you go. So that is my take of the Guinness World Records 2016 Gamers Edition, courtesy of Guinness World Records. <laughs> for this episode thank you all for listening and putting up with my uh, mostly scraggly voice i'm hoping by next week knock wood i'll be back to normal sounding rust I, I really hope so i feel i'm near the end of this cold i'm hoping and and we can clear by that coming up on future episodes of the show more than likely next week i'm going to give you my reviews of outlander season one volume two on blu-ray courtesy of Sony Home Video, where we continue the, the, the journey of it, Jamie and Claire in Scotland. And then as well, uh, season two of Penny Dreadful on Blu-ray, courtesy of Paramount Home Video. Those I'm hoping to have for you next week. Possibly as well, uh, Scorpion season one on Blu-ray, courtesy of Paramount Home Video. That I'm, I'm working on that. We'll see how far I get on that. That's possibly a next week's show as well as the Diamond Edition of Aladdin, courtesy of Walt Disney Home Video. 
that's all possibly on next week's show. I'm also should be able to finish out really soon the the Yes book by Daniel Bryan, courtesy of St. Martin's Press. That's just about done. Also, um, video game-wise, I did talk about video games this show. I, I did get access. I, I, I will be giving you a review in the near future of Halo 5 Rise of the Guardians very soon. I, I did get a chance. I did get an early access to that game. I can't tell you too much about it yet. Not yet. It, although it, it's impressing me so far. That's all I can really say. Uh, but uh, more details to come. I'll give a full review for that in a future episode. I'm not sure which one it will be, but coming up soon. But I am giving that game a try. And I'll give you my impressions of the latest chapter in the Halo franchise. Also coming up in future editions of the show, you will be able to check it out Making of the Mob, a courtesy of Anchor Bay and Blu-ray, narrated by Ray Liotta, who's been in quite a few mob movies in his time, as well as the horror movie uh, Last Shift, courtesy of Anchor Bay, and Cop Car, as well, uh, among a few other horror movies I have from Anchor Bay. Keep in mind that later on this month, not next week, well, maybe next week's show, yeah, probably will more likely be my Halloween edition of the show where I do all things spooky, and I'll have some horror kind of reviews for you possibly uh the week well week to come yeah sometime soon i'll have my halloween special we'll see this year i just i've been really busy as always you can get in touch with me with a number of ways you can check me out on twitter i'm rambling russ on twitter r-i-m-b-l-i-n-g-r-u-s-s tweet me i'll tweet you back i appreciate all the favorites and we tweets i get on twitter thank you for that and and uh, always check out my Twitter page and my Facebook page for any cover art that I have, any books or movies that I review on the show. I generally post them either on Twitter or on Facebook. Of course, on Facebook, you can check me out. Just type in Ramble with Russell in the Facebook search engine and you'll find my face page right there. Uh, as always, you can check out my original homepage. It's still up on Libsyn. It's HTTP, full colon, backslash, backslash, Rambling Russ, R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-R-U-S-S. Dot L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. That's my original home on the internet where I have over eight plus years of podcasting goodness going right back from May 2006 right up until August 2013. And from August 2013 on, I'm right here on the Talk Show Network. I'm show 18411. That is my caller ID. Check out all my new episodes right here on Talk Show. And maybe one of these days I'll get back to Libsyn and do fresh episodes there. We'll see. Uh, It's just money and finances and all that fun stuff. That is it for me. My voice is just about done. Uh, Thank you all for listening, and hopefully by next week, I'll be back to normal Russ once again. Bye, everybody. Have a good week.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.